Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TCK Care the Podcast. It's me, your host, Stephen Black, and joining us on the show today is one of my oldest friends. And, you know, being a TCK, I've moved around so many times that having old friends is kind of like, you know, a rarity. And so this is pretty exciting for me. Um, Miriam Clark is here at our house in uh, Gresham, just out of, outside of Portland, Oregon. And uh, now we're going to talk, uh, talk about Miriam and... I'm going to ask you the million dollar TCK TCK question, uh, which I already know the answer, but I feel like our listeners will appreciate hearing it too. So, Miriam, here it goes. Where are you from? No. Okay. I. This is one of those questions where I usually look around and I think, who am I around? Okay. I. <laughs> in some contexts, I would say I'm from Cameroon, but I do say that more often than not now. Um, so, I was born in Cameroon. I'm actually Cameroonian. And my parents, they moved to Cameroon and adopted me and my brother. So I have American parents. And when we are in the U.S., we are from Portland, Oregon. And sort of. They're from the Pacific Northwest. Okay. From the Pacific Northwest. So like Portland, Washington. Portland, yeah. Oregon and Washington. Okay, that's cool. And so um, you you say in certain contexts that you're from Portland, you say in certain contexts that you're in Cameroon, and you said that you say you, you claim to be from Cameroon more nowadays. Yes, what? I think. Why is that? Well, before it was just very confusing. Um, people always assume like, oh, you're from Cameroon. Wait, you don't have an accent. And it's like, do I really? <laughs> I mean, I don't have an accent, but... Um, it's kind of a lot to share my whole life story to explain why I don't have an accent. Mm-hmm. So it can be easier to just say, oh, yeah, I'm from Portland. Mm-hmm. But now, um, I don't know. It's just, I usually just say, yeah, no accent and just leave it at that. Okay. So, Miriam, uh, we're, we're here to talk about TCK stuff, um, which can go in, you know, any which way. Um, but I just wanted to ask you, um, uh, when did you come back to living in the States? The last time we came back more permanently was 2009. I just graduated from high school. And I would say that was the, the most significant because uh, when we left, I knew I wouldn't be returning to Cameroon, at least not for many years. Probably, yeah, I didn't know when. It was kind of like, okay, this is it. This is a goodbye for, to Cameroon until I'm an, a grown adult. I can... Yeah, make that decision on my own. I don't know if my family will still be here, but right, yeah. yeah. But then you had also mentioned that you guys came back like quite a few times before that, even, and a lot of those times you thought that that would be your last time in yes, Cameroon too, right? That's true. I remember between seventh and eighth grade, we thought we weren't returning, so we did go back and pack up. And I remember at that airport trip, it was like, "This is it. This is the end." Um, but we ended up returning, I think, it's like two and a half years later, mm-hmm. or a year and a half later. Okay. So there have been a few moments of goodbye, Cameroon, but then I have returned. And I went back a couple years ago, and that was that was a big deal. It's been nine years. Wow. You went back after nine years of being away? Yes. And that was the, the soonest I had returned. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What was that like? It was surreal. It was felt like home immediately not in the sense mm. of home as in um like this is comfort but 
it was like deep down I was like oh my my people my home these are my my childhood memories these are the the sounds I remember the mm-hmm. smells mm-hmm. it felt very familiar like in a place I had I kind of forgotten about but like when you when I landed and started looking around I was like okay this yeah you can't forget your first home hmm that's awesome yeah I love that um it smells particularly we were in the Philippines <laughs> and I was walking along and somebody must have been cooking something somewhere nearby me and it just hit me like it was a smell I hadn't smelled since living in Nigeria and I was like wow that smells like home I don't know what it is but I want to find that person and give them a hug <laughs> but it's so like out of context but yeah that that can all be like really powerful stuff like you know sights smells sounds they affiliate you affiliate with like emotions and memories and stuff like that so that's really cool um, so what was that like to, uh, move away from Cameroon a couple of times? Like, you know, it's hard to say goodbye to a place and like goodbye to your friends and goodbye to, um, you know, memories and all that stuff. I feel like that's one of the hardest parts of the TCK experience. Um, I can't imagine doing that multiple times, you know? Mm-hmm. It, I would say, I think I always made it into a very big deal. Like I need to have a little ceremony. Like I would say goodbye to rooms in the house. Yeah. And I'd always say, like, I will see you when I'm a, I'm older. I'll be different, but I won't forget the memories of this time and this place. Mm. And for the most part, um, I would try to stay in contact with friends, like write letters, just make sure that mm. like, a little piece of them was still like in my current life. Yeah. Like, it wasn't the same, obviously, with especially with time change. I feel like that's something that doesn't seem like a big deal, but it is. It's like, hey, how's it going? I'm going to bed. Good night. Okay. So it's like <laughs> back and forth. Yeah. Not really good conversation. Just hello. Good night. Bye. Yeah. But um, I would say, you, I guess in a way you get kind of so used to it that saying goodbye is like, okay, bye. Maybe see you, maybe not, which sounds kind of awful and it's kind of awful but you do it so much you have to keep moving forward i suppose right yeah i feel like that's the that's the big paradox of saying goodbye as much as we do right and that like if you truly feel the weight of each goodbye that weight could really come to you know bear heavily on you so heavily that so heavily that it might even crush you and so you know do you feel the weight of each goodbye or do you kind of like try to get through it as quickly as possible and like not feel the depth of each goodbye as, as, as deeply as you could possibly, mm-hmm. you know, which everybody's different. And some people process things before they happen. Some people process them after some people can like work through the goodbyes quickly and then process them afterwards and be like, let me think about how that felt and how I'm feeling now. Whereas some people might need to feel it in that moment or, or they'll never get to properly say goodbye. So, but I just wanted to go back to something you had said earlier and if you're listening in on this and you're a TCK care person or a TCK care parent, I want to say goodbye ceremonies are brilliant. Definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you don't know if you're saying goodbye for the last time, do a goodbye ceremony. Um, and like you were talking about Miriam saying goodbye to like each room in the house and mm-hmm. stuff. I think that sounds really cool. I've also heard of like, um, we did at this transition seminar, we filled balloons with uh, helium and wrote important things and places and, you know, memories and 
names of friends and like release that to the sky and the goodbye ceremony. I've also heard of like building a raft, like a literal small mini raft and like writing things on it and, you know, maybe writing letter goodbye letters or something and then like floating that out to, out to sea or down the stream or something. Um, or you could go Viking and burn it. Um, yeah. So goodbye ceremony is the way to go. Definitely. That's a freebie. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> My next question was going to be, um, did you s try to keep in touch with like all of your friends or did you have like a select few that you would correspond with or what did that look like? Hmm. It was usually a select few, but I don't, I, one thing I re remember is sometimes when you leave, people are like, yeah, yeah, we'll write you. We will talk. It'll be the same. Mm -hmm. And they don't. And they, and they, yeah, the letters stop coming. The emails are not really happening. So there's a, a few people that I did stay connected with, but life moves fast especially in, in the U.S. And um, so I think I kind of gave up. And as far as friends in Cameroon, that was, I like, f social media did help, but... Well, social media is one of those beautiful, terrible things, right? And that you're like, hey, now I can stay connected with the whole world, but they're all such superficial relationships that there's not really the same substance as a real relationship mm -hmm. with someone that's actually a meaningful part of your life, like here and now, right? True. I'm so grateful for social media. And at the same time, I really want to throw it out the window too, or under the bus. I'm not sure which. Both. <laughs> I, I do think, so going back to Cameroon a couple years ago, I started talking to my old friends again. I don't know if just seeing them was like, oh my goodness, why am I not talking to you on WhatsApp? So, I th I mean, it took basically nine years to get to that place. Mm. I was trying to live in the present and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. kind of focus on, yeah, the people in my current life. But I guess yeah. it took a while to be like, okay, I'm ready to have those long-term relationships that are not anywhere close by. Right. So... I'm not sure exactly how to ask this, but it sounds like, you know, you met up with some of your friends when you went back after nine years. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Yes. Um, and then have you kept up with some of your friends since? Like, have you seen them in, in person at all? Like, there's us, obviously, like, oh, right. now that we live in Portland. Like, but besides yeah. besides us, have you kept up with any of your other Cameron friends from your childhood? I yeah. have. Um, I have one good close friend who lives about... Uh, five hours away or so, and she's probably one of my longest. So I think, yeah, there's a few. I haven't left Oregon, really, like Oregon, Washington area, so a lot of people live in the Midwest or the East mm -hmm, Coast, and I have mm -hmm. no contact with them. And I have seen some people at weddings, but um, not as much as some people keep in contact. Sure. Well, I think it's just encouraging to hear that you have kept in touch with some people. I feel like uh, when some TCKs leave the field, they feel like they have to say goodbye permanently to everyone. And more often than not, that's not actually the case. You know, you do run into people again. Sometimes those relationships come back with you and you can carry on. Um, sometimes you can stay in touch long distance. Or sometimes it takes, like you were talking about going back after nine years and being like, hey, this this relationship was there and that feels good and that feels right. And we can actually pick up where we left off and kind of move forward from here. And even if you've missed some time in between, like you can still have like 
a relationship and uh, move forward from there. So that's cool. You know, if you're at TCK and you feel like you've lost all your friends, probably not the case. And I'm not going to say you're just going to make new friends because, hello, that doesn't help. Anyhow. All right. uh, Miriam, next question. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Mm, A superpower. I've always thought this. I would like to fly and and mainly to visit all the people I know everywhere. When I it, knew it. <laughs> is That's that a, great. Is that a common superpower wish? I, I, I don't know, but it just made so much sense. As soon as you said fly, I was like, never pay for air tickets again. That's the thing. That's like the hardest part of saying goodbye. It's not like, bye, you live an hour away. It's like, bye, you live thousands of dollars away and so far. So it really <laughs> just makes it so much harder. But if you can fly, it's like, cool, I'll fly on in. <laughs> right, yeah. I've always thought teleportation would be cool too. Mm. Like, you wouldn't even have to deal with, the, like, the time of flying, right? You just, like, boom, you're there. Oh, I hadn't thought about the time thing. Right. I, I Although, you know, someone said that, like, m- taking motorcycle trips is more significant than taking trips in a car because smelling the journey is more significant and so maybe flying would be more significant that like you'd actually like get to smell the journey as you're getting to the place where you're going smell so the journey. yeah exactly next question more tck related what was the best part of your tck experience and then the, the next question would be what would the what was the hardest part of being a tck the best part i would say were the people the relationships and how incredibly different each each of them are. Like, like I grew up in a village, and my best friends, um, like, what we did to play. We'd farm. We'd work really hard. We'd watch the younger siblings. And that in and of itself, um, like, I could never picture that was my childhood. Mm. But through that, I just really respect the role, especially the role that... Like the roles are pretty gendered where I grew up in Cameroon, but mm-hmm. in a way, like seeing the strength of how each person in the community, um, their strengths contribute. And so I think that was unique. And also just like I value, value those people and all that they taught me about hard work and family and, um, community really so I value that relationship and then just like all the different MKs I met at the boarding school I went to they all came with their stories and their histories so different and so I guess like the best thing was just learning and hearing people's stories and hearing how how deep they are like where they've come from has really made them deep mm-hmm. um they just grow an appreciation for for people and then the hardest part would be the goodbyes. I think even now I'm I'm older. I'm like, oh, it couldn't have been that hard. It's, it still affects me. Like I'm constantly like, I think I'm leaving. I think I'm leaving. They're leaving. Everyone's leaving. Goodbye. It's like, wait, no, you're not going anywhere. So I think that's the hardest part is kind of like that pattern of constantly saying goodbye. And, and yeah, truly thinking you will never... Well, you maybe not never see them again, but you won't see them again for a very long time. Right, yeah. It's hard to live without significant people and significant relationships in your life. 
And I think it's interesting. I've heard this time and again. The best part of the best part of the TCG experience is the relationships. The hardest part is saying goodbye. And it's like the two different sides of the same coin, right? They're like you love knowing people and meeting people and those relationships really like make the experience what it is and give you a broad world view and teach you so much about life and letting go of those relationships is what's so hard about the experience. I feel like that is something that I I hope that I can communicate to people who are considering uh doing missions or working overseas that dealing with the relational loss in and of itself is is uh, a significant uh, a significant part of the TCK experience and it's something not to be overlooked it causes so much grief and uh anxiety or it can um but i wouldn't say that it's necessarily it's necessarily evil right it's not something that you have to like go out of your way to avoid like relationship loss happens and if you can deal with that and accept that and process through those losses and move forwards it makes you a stronger um, more well-rounded richer person in the long run but you have to know that that's coming up if you don't if you don't know that relational loss is a big part of the tck journey then you know you're going to get blindsided by uh, by by all of the goodbyes and all of the loss and um, the sadness that that can cause um, when it's not uh, not expected and not prepared for. So, yeah. No, What's I'm your reaction? Nodding my head. Yeah, I, I like what you said about how it's not necessarily an evil thing, because um, you, you I don't know in a way like makes you rich even in those harder like it's it's hard but it makes yeah it makes you rich and I think. I think even if people aren't moving around as much, they do feel the loss of goodbyes, and we have that. We have it already. We know. We can understand, so it makes us empathetic towards that, and um, it's a gift. It is. Yeah. And it's what I've been amazed at is how I have seen people that I truly thought, oh, I, I don't think I'll ever see them again, mm. but I've seen them, and it makes it even more sweet to to be reunited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had, uh, I had an interesting reconnection not too long ago. Um, it was towards the beginning of podcasting. I was sitting there getting ready for an interview and this guy popped up on my social media who was a friend of mine from the bush who I had not seen or heard of in, you know, whatever it is, the 15, no, in the 16 or 17 years that we've been gone. And he pops up and he's like, Oh, hey, Steven, what are you doing? And I'm like, this is so, so weird. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to work. What are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just riding my motorcycle across this ferry. And he started sending me selfies of him on a, <laughs> on his motorcycle on a ferry. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, this shouldn't be happening. This is happening. Hey. <laughs> it was so surreal. I oh, had my similar, my best friend in childhood in the village who I, I was like, oh, I'm never going to hear from her again. She got my email address and... Uh, we exchanged phone numbers and we WhatsApp video called. I'm not even joking. We were giggling like we were eight years old again. <laughs> oh my god! I was goodness. like, I haven't seen you in the- it's like, I don't know, 15 years. That's so crazy. Oh man! And I like that you what you said earlier that like um, 
in dealing with these losses and saying goodbyes and learning to go through that it gives us a greater sense of empathy i think it gives us you know empathy for others and sympathy for people when uh when they're going through loss or when they're experiencing the same thing and i think that is uh one of those one of those fundamental tck skills that you you can't you can't learn in school you know and that's something that you actually can put on a resume and say hey i have empathy skills i learned that growing up you know so that's good. I hear that. And then, Miriam, as we're kind of coming up on the end of the podcast, I just wanted to ask if you have any advice for MKs, TCKs, TCK care people, TCK care parents. Um, what would be one thing that you would want them to take away from this podcast? Mm-hmm. I'd want them to know that even though I think especially coming back to the United States, or I'm not sure where, wherever you didn't grow up at, um, I think people can get really, like, intrigued about your story, your experiences, and those aspects of yourself, but I would, I would really place importance on, like, who you are, like, let people know who you are apart, not apart from that, but, like, alongside that, um, because, uh, I mean, yes, your experiences are have influenced and shaped you, but that's, I don't know, at some point, like, it's not your whole story. It's not all of you. And um, I've been surprised. Recently, I have a lot of good friends who have just asked me different questions, not how many mm. snakes did you kill or something mm-hmm. like that, but mm-hmm. they ask different questions and it's challenged me to be known and I have always been like hesitant to be known because I always think I'm leaving whether or not I am Mm. but it's it's grown me a lot and it's given me closer relationships and uh just a lot of support and made me feel more stable in my life and I would not I would not have expected that so my advice is I mean, it it's difficult. It takes time, but your your yeah, your story is worth all of you, not just the exciting adventures or yeah, those kinds of things. Definitely, I love that you make that distinction. That you know, uh, your your backstory, so to speak. You know where you're from and uh, your major life experiences. Those play a part in who you are, um, but that's not all of who you are, and that there's more to. You. Um, I also like that you're touching on the whole like um, relationship slash intimacy component of um, of living a healthy, well-rounded life that you need to know and be known in order to, to live a full life. And that can be scary because, again, going back to the relationship loss thing, if you let people know you, then you'll, you know, you'll begin to grow these relationships. Eventually you have to say goodbye. Um, but if you're going to, if you're going to have any kind of a significant, um, life in the moment you have to be known you have to know people so i love that you i love that you hit on that and i think that's some solid advice so thanks for that miriam Mm -hmm. thank you so just to uh just to touch on a couple uh, points to wrap up um we heard that uh, the best and the hardest part is all about relationships making relationships is some of the best parts of being a tck experience letting go of those relationships is some of the hardest um 
you learn you learn so many skills as uh, as a TCK that you wouldn't learn otherwise, like empathy, just having a broader worldview, um, and then closing thoughts. You said uh, essentially like um, be real with people, um, in the sense of like know yourself and know who you are, not just um, not just the not just the five minute story, the not just the five minute introduction, um, and not just the you know answering the where you're from question, but actually knowing who you are and allowing other people to know you as well. Um, really living in relationship and living in the moment. So I love that. Thank you so much, Miriam, for taking the time to come out and joining join us on TCK Care the podcast. Thank you. It was an honor. All right. You've been listening to TCK Care the Podcast with me, Stephen Black, as we share stories and strategies for supporting TCKs. Hosting and producing TCK Care the Podcast is a part of my ministry, which is made possible by the generous support of my financial partners. If you would like to make a one-time or recurring pledge, please go to tckcare.com slash give. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, rate it on your favorite podcast app, and stay tuned for more TCK Care coming up next week.